Great evening of peace and blessings, everyone out there. I hope you are blessed and enjoying your Monday evening. If you're in the South, I pray that you all are on dry land and just watching the cleansing unfold. But um, you are tuned in to the four-time national award-winning POET radio. And this here is Voices Behind the Pens. I am your host for the evening, Titan of Poetic Chef, and I am joined by my sisters in rhyme, Miss Nina Purple and the Princess of Poetry. How are you guys doing this evening? Wonderful. How are you? Amazing. I cannot complain. I'm happy. I'm glad everybody's here. Good to hear my sisters on the line with me. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to get in some some uh, spoken word tonight. Yes, sir. All right. I see we got we got a caller on hold already. Give us one moment, caller, while we finish our uh, finish up our uh, intro. But um, before we uh, start the whole speed round, I just want to uh, find out from my sisters how their week has been. So, Miss Princess of Poetry, how have you been the last week? Well, I am the Princess of Kochi, and it's been wonderfully eventful. God has been amazing. Um, I think the last time I talked to you guys, I was having my surgery done on my knee. Um, it went well, and then I ended up in the hospital for about four or five days because I developed an infection. Well, the good news is they treated it and sent me home um, just in time for this lovely hurricane that came through here. Um, as most people know, I'm in North Carolina, um, and we have suffered severe devastation all over the state. I live beside the Dan River, and I got a call this morning um, from emergency communication um, services stating that Duke Energy is going to do some voluntary flooding. Um, they literally released the levee. Um, to keep the dam from breaking in the Blues Lake area and sent the water rushing into the Dan River, which runs beside my house. So as of right now, all is well. I still have power. I'm good. I'm grateful to God for just watching over me in spite of those situations. Um, one thing that we're doing is I have a show this coming Saturday, the 22nd, and anybody who brings a case of water or snacks to be donated to the volunteers, first responders, for those who are repairing power lines, will get in for $5 to the living monologue. So it is my heart to give back. So with all of that going on, it's absolutely amazing um, because I could have been reporting something tragically different. But I thank God for all the wonderful things that he's been keeping me through this week. Hey, man, it's good to hear you. Good to hear your 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 uh, praise report. And uh, just continue praying and and you know standing in faith with you that everything will be as it's supposed to be and uh that that is about it but um mm -hmm. good to, like i said good to hear you and i'm glad you know all is well and still praying for everyone down there in the south and you know like i said it's a cleansing you know hopefully something anew will will transpire as a result of all of this uh this nature that's going on. So mm -hmm. right. we're going to swing it over to Miss Nina Purple. How have you been over the last week, sis? Um, I've been all right. Um, 
just, uh, I'm tired, y'all. I had a real long weekend. Um, Friday, I had an event where I was sitting at the door, but I had so much fun, though, this weekend. And then um, Saturday, I had an event where I was DJing. That's another one of my talents that I got. So I was DJing, and then yesterday, I was in church all day yesterday because I had to perform at two different services. But it went well. It was a women's, uh, women's like Women's Day, but it was like a women's uh, uh, Women's Day event, and the title was From Broken to Blessed. So it was like a lot of women in there that got saved and got healed from something and delivered from something. It was just, it was just nice, man. I'm talking about it was nice. And it was literally like, I've seen, like, I've seen, like, years ago when one of my friends literally had to pray a demon out of somebody. And when I tell y'all, I seen it again yesterday. This one girl was coming up and she came to the altar because she needed to be prayed for. She wanted to, you know, wanted prayer. And baby, she was getting attacked. It was just like, wow. I was literally standing there in awe, like, whoa, this is real. And and for, for the enemy to have the audacity to come into the house of the Lord to try to take somebody like that, baby, that was strong. So it was just, oh, God, I just was like, and I had an amazing weekend. I'm a little tired, but I'm here. Um, I've been taking a train for the past two days to work, and I think I've been overexerting myself because my leg, my nerves and my legs are bad. But I'm just going to keep praying over my legs that my legs don't act like a 90-year-old, that they stay like a fresh, young 48-year-old, and that I'll be okay. So you guys just keep me in your prayers and, Shoot, I'll be okay. Amen. We all, we all gonna be all right. You know, it can all as 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 the mantra I like to believe and and speak on daily is it has to get better. You know, but sometimes we gotta go through that storm, whether it be physical or we we all gotta go through that storm to get to where we going. So we all gonna be all right. But ladies and gentlemen. We are about to start this show off with what we call the host speed round. And for those of you who don't know, the host speed round is a continuous block of flow. No introductions, no titles, just straight spoken word. So tonight's order is going to be Miss Nina Purple, followed by Princess of Poetry, and then I will close this out. So without further ado, sis, the floor and the mic is yours. Give me a second so I can find my piece. Okay. All right, folks, give our sister just a moment so she can get her get her piece together, and we going to get it in. Okay, I'm ready. I got to get my my voice together. Hold on. Hold on one second. That's why I was telling you to tell me to let – I want to go second so I can get myself okay. together. Okay. 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 So, uh, Princess, you'll go, you'll go first, then uh, Nina, Nina Purple will go second. Okay. My veins have become numb as concrete. From being stuck so many times, 
And when the tech can't get anything and is looking very perplexed, my reply is, my veins are stubborn. I don't know what else to tell you. Just try again. It's okay. The only pain I feel is for all the people who suffer like I do. And to who do I owe the thanks of giving us the gift of lupus? You're probably thinking a gift is more like giving lupus his walking papers for all of us. How about hit the road, Jack? Or let the door hit you with a good Lord splitter. Or better yet, lupus, let me see your head get small. Trust me, I can come up with all the ways to bid lupus goodbye and farewell. How about lupus, you just go to, well, that attitude won't fix anything. And it's like the Bible says, all things work together for the good. But where is the good in this diagnosis? And just so you know, I've tried everything from pain pills and narcotics to hypnosis. And yet there's no relief. Only a few temporary releases here and there. And most of those who claim to be my support system, friends and loved ones, they really don't care. They toss out get well soon as an auto response because they speak in riddles that they don't even understand. In this, there is no get well soon for the terminal and incurable. Only miracles, signs, and wonders from God can fix this, not any man. Doctors and nurses, pallbearers and hearses, are what lupus patients have to look forward to. Doom and gloom, handicapped lifestyles, dialysis, heart and kidney transplants, for me, 27 to 50 different daily medications, diabetes, congestive heart failure, fibromyalgia, my algae, chronic pain disorder, four strokes due to hypertension, not to mention, oh, my God, you're probably thinking, is she finished? How much can one person go through? No, I'm not finished until I educate you on the facts. Fact one, you can't catch lupus. It may be incurable, but it's not contagious. Fact two, don't call us lazy, non-supporting, telling us just to lay down and get some rest, subconsciously thinking it's all in our heads, and like your determined ignorance on the topic is not supposed to phase us. Fact three, lupus has no one set of symptoms, and it also causes secondary diagnosis, which are often terminal. Fact four, we never ask for a lifetime of suffering and pain sun poisoning, rheumatoid arthritis, and a host of complications that are incurable. And fact number five, if you know someone with lupus, do us all a favor. Research and learn about it so your auto response will no longer be some unrealistic, unrealistic prayer that bounces off the ceiling. Instead, your auto response will be, I'm praying for your miracle. I'm also believing God for your healing. I am the princess of poetry. And I approve this lupus form. That's that piece. Bitterness and brokenness can limit your life. It can control your life. You have been letting your been-throughs control your emotions for too long. For years, you have been holding everybody else down to the point where you have muted your own story. Put a voice to your testimony. Bitterness leads to loneliness, then to depression, and it starts to think out loud. And you start to snap on people who haven't done anything to you. It makes you mean to the point where your character knows that this is not you anymore. So your own self hates to see you coming. 
sisters, you have been broken too long. And it's about time that you straighten up that crown that has been leaning for too long. You have been going through this mess because God is ready to turn you into a masterpiece. It's time for you to dig deep down into your soul and throw that old you out until she will no longer reside in your space and take up space. She has been evicted from your life. Pity party does not reside here. Don't be afraid to change your inner circle. Sometimes you have to remove yourself from those that don't want to be a part of your growth. You even got to get out your own way. See, God is ready to give you that breakthrough, but you can't keep your life on pause and your and your been throughs. Remember, you was only walking past your been throughs because you was on your way to your breakthrough. See, go get your blessings, sister. You and others who don't mean you no good have been blocking your blessings. God is waiting on you. He don't already drew your masterpiece. He just waiting on you for the ink to dry. See, I want you to replace pain with purpose, pity party with power with strength, depression with control, temptation with obedience, bitterness with love, brokenness with testimony, silence with sound. Sister, go find that little you and minister to her so she can heal the grown you. Some of us are walking around here grown in age but still hurt and immature in mind because you never heal from things that altered your existence as a child. So it takes control of the grown you and allow others inside to hurt you. They say hurt people hurt people. See, sisters, look in the mirror. And tell that person that's looking back at you that I will no longer point fingers because the two that I point staring back at you need to heal her hurt. Need to know that today I will no longer let anyone disrespect me, harm me, or break me. Let her know that everything is going to be okay. That she can put volume to her voice and sound out all that pain loud so that God can heal the broken child that's playing adult so that she can help heal others that have the same story. See, God is ready to order your steps. Sisters, you have been broken too long. It's time to stand in the need of prayer and surrender to God. Lay down your burdens and get ready to receive your blessings in God's masterpiece. Masterpiece. You wanted to build your ladder to success based on the bones you heard cracking in me. And see, the problem with that is the bones you heard cracking was actually not a weakness, but just a sound meaning that I'm doing some work. And whereas the work is still yet to be fulfilled, I'm still putting in them hours, busting that that back and breaking these ankles because I have no one else to lean on. So as I take a sip of water, you see laziness. I see parched lips and another full eight or 12 to put in just so I can get to where I need to be. So while you looking out the binoculars of judgmental and harshness, I just sit here laughing to myself because it's amusing, better than any reality show out there because I know when the, when the TV goes off and them cameras fade to black, that I will be exactly where I need to be. And that's a higher plateau that you may never know because all you did was sit back building your ladder based on the crack of my back. And that's that piece. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, that was the end of our whole speed round. You heard from the princess of poetry. You heard from Miss Nina Purple. And you heard from myself, Titan, the poetic chef. But now we are swinging it out to you, the callers, because that's why you are here. That's why we are here. 
So without further ado, I see the professor is in the building with us. We got the professor of poetry, Mr. Brother O. What's up, Brother O? Good, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good. How about yourself? How you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. That's good. good. That's good. good. Man, I can't complain. Feeling blessed. Ready to get some of this spoken word in. And I know you have a phenomenal lesson for, for the show tonight. So what you bringing to us tonight? Oh, uh, this is... Uh, uh, Recent piece that I've written, wrote, and I've been posted today. Start always down for my sister. I like I like the sound of that. Okay, whenever you're ready, brother. Oh, the floor and the mic is yours. In this, in the era where interracial relationships and marriages are becoming a regular occurrence. When you have more single people searching for the right king and queen to spend their lives with, or enjoying the single life without having to deal with the strange relationships, and where the options are plentiful. I'm always going to be down for my sisters, no matter how, how a tiny minority of Negroes may try to convince that white women treat them better than black women. No matter who probably displays his strong dislike and hatred for my sisters, and no matter how many of my misinformed brothers attempt to persuade me to explore my options, I'm always going to be down for my sisters. Allow me to make this bold statement and make my point loud and clear. I always have that deep love for all of my strong and beautiful African American sisters because. Majority of them have always treated me with respect and honored me as a real brother. I am very humble when they address me as Sir King. Majority of my sisters have always had my back and I got there. Majority of my sisters always looked out for me and I'll continue to look out for them. So I'm always going to be down for my sisters. My personal dating preference will always be a black woman. And whenever I decide to get into another relationship and get married, I truly desire to walk down the aisle and put a ring on a sister's finger because true black love endures all the hardships and challenges that life throws at it. There's something special about a black man and woman having that strong spiritual connection and bond with each other, no matter what happens. I'm always going to be down for my sisters. Yes, I've experienced my share of heartbreak and rejection at the hands of, of a few of my sisters. However, at the end of the day, I'm always going to be down for my sisters. I don't give a damn about all these false stereotypes that are given to black women. I'm always going to be down for my sisters. Despite all the unique challenges and difficulties that black women face daily, I'm always going to be down for my sister. That's that piece. Awesome, Brother O. This is the Princess of Poetry. How are you, sir? Hey, how you doing, sis? How you doing? Hey, um, 
I'm good. It is great to hear your voice again. Thank you for calling in and joining us once again. You have been the professor of poetry, teaching us lessons about love, and you better minister to the singles and tell them how it's supposed to be. I absolutely love it. It is refreshing to hear a man share his heart about how he plans to hold down the woman that's going to be in his life and how other women should be held in the same thing. So I appreciate you. Your pen has value. Keep writing, and I look forward to hearing from you again. Nina? What's going on, Brother O? Hey, you all right? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. I am wonderful, I'm sweetheart. Good. So you've been enjoying your, your glass that you got? Yeah, yeah. You've been enjoying your glass. Oh, yeah. That is really cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, I am so glad to hear from you as always. Yeah, I'm so glad. So you got to let the people know what was I DJ on Saturday or what? Yeah, yeah, you hear me, brother? Yeah, I didn't know. Thank you. So yeah. thank you. So y'all can hear that I was really DJing. Yeah. I was getting down on my cell phone. DJing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yes, brother, you keep did. calling you in. Keep, keep calling in. Make sure you call in Wednesday too. We we doing uh strictly for the wordsmiths Wednesday, you know, but that don't start to nine. So make sure if you can call in Wednesday too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be so there. Titan, I'm. I'm uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, brother. Oh, I love that piece. That was a that was a new one. I hadn't heard that one before, and I I really I, I can relate as a as a uh as you know a fellow brother. I can I can honestly relate, and you know, my you know I I I bridge gaps between color lines. So you know I I say to whoever chooses to be in my corner. You know, that's who I'm riding for. That's who is going to get my undivided, undenying attention and respect and everything else that comes with it. So, you know, I I, I don't know where she is or where she called, where she coming from. But you know what? I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. So, yeah. um, shoot, I, I, I love that piece personally. So. Thank you again. And like Nina said, call in on Wednesday. We we're actually we go on what is it i think an hour later than this show so yeah most definitely call back in wednesday and and bring us another lesson yeah okay all right brother O. it's it's a pleasure as always and a blessing and i can't wait to uh hear from you again on wednesday same here all right brother O. enjoy your evening and uh god bless Take care, brother. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our professor of poetry, Brother O, giving us that love lesson tonight. And while we on the subject of love, I'm going to bring in this next caller. I think we all familiar with this guy. So, caller, please state your name and where you're calling from. This is Dr. Love calling back from the church. How y'all doing? 
Doing good, brother. Hey. Doing good. I hope y'all still recovering from last week's piece because I got another prescription that needs to be filled tonight. <laughs> all, all, all right. Don't hurt nobody now. But what you what you what you bring what you bring into the to the to the uh doctor's office today? What you got for us, bro? All right, my piece tonight is called The Heart Wants. All right, whenever you're ready, the floor and the mic is yours. It was four o'clock. I was running late for my session. I had an appointment with my patient. She was waiting for me, told her to have a seat. I closed the door, asked her how her day was. She says, great. Now, what is going on your mind? Turn my paper out. She tells me it's you. You've been on my mind. From the moment you've been my therapist, I've had feelings and sexual tension. The medication I seek is something that can't be fixed. You're not just my therapist. You're my protector, my healer, and also my lover. The heart wants what the heart wants, and it wants you. I know you want me as much as I want you. Fuck doctor-patient privilege. I just want to have sex. I think of it as sex therapy. No words to describe our feelings for one another. We lay bare, naked, embracing our intertwined bodies. Your touch, my lips. Doctor got what you asked for. One dose of me will have you begging for more. Is that how you feel about me? Yes, doctor. Honestly, I drop my pen and paper down. Ask her to lock the door. She undresses down to her feet. Can help us stare at such amazing beauty. Doctor, are you ready for more sex therapy? Our session has ended, but ours is only beginning. If you're my doctor, I'm your prescription. I'm like morphine, running through your veins. My heart is passionate and knows what it wants. It's you and only you. Be gentle to me, doctor. I laugh and tell her, baby, I have no intention to. My phone rings. She tells me, don't answer it. You're busy with the patient. She slowly kisses me. Lips burning with desire, ignite me. Sex therapy has become backdraft, and that's that piece. I feel love. I am the princess of poetry. How are you doing this great evening? Oh, I am great. I'm blessed. And yourself? Good. Well, it is great to hear your voice, and thank you for calling in on Voices Behind the Pens. We appreciate your gift, your piece. Once again, you are filling poetic prescriptions with your creative approach to intimacy. I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for always calling in and sharing um, some very good poetry. I appreciate your pen, sir. Nina? No problem. Thanks, man. Dr. Love! <laughs> What's up, man? How Ms. are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> that is good, man. Oh, my God. See, there you go. You filling in the prescriptions. Oh, man. You, you, you know what? You are so creative with your love pieces. I just freaking love it. You just, it's real tasteful. And it's real creative. I just, I really, really appreciate it. Like, seriously. Like, I can sit up there and just have you be a, do a concert and just listen to you all day. That's what I can do. 
scribbled out on that pad and you know it it's funny because when you look at a doctor's prescription you can't tell what the hell going on was being scripted on that paper but when you get on there's no denying what you what you putting down and what they need to go to the nearest yeah you already know me (laughs) man i'm telling you i'm telling you but there's like no question and no denying what what you got Get to give them to go down to the local pharmacy and pick up. So, man, keep doing what you're doing. And, of course, I will be sitting in the co-captain's chair with you on Wednesday night, and I, I really can't wait to see what, what you're doing to people on their midweek. Oh, man. You thought last week and tonight was something. Wait till Wednesday come. It's going to be it's gonna be off the wall. It's going to be some epic proportion of overdose patients and they just gonna be knocking at my door asking Dr. Will, Dr. Will, I need another script and I'm just gonna write it out for them. <laughs> Wednesday, stripping for the myths. Word, word. I, I get that man. And like I said, I can't wait to see what you do on Wednesday. That's gonna be hype. So most definitely uh y'all tune in on Wednesday and my man Along with the with the uh with the rest of us, we gonna bring you some more mid. We gonna bring you some spoken word to help get you through the rest of the week. Cause I mean that's what we do. We gotta make sure everybody make it through the and week. And we gonna let that spoken word run y'all's things. <laughs> oh, that that that's for certain. That is for certain. I don't doubt that at all. Not for one second. But ladies and gentlemen, and brother, I can't wait to see you Wednesday. So until then, bro, peace, blessings, and love. And uh, keep writing them scripts. No doubt. All right, bro. Peace. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my brother from the West Side and my my one, one of my compadres on, on Strictly for the Wordsmiths, that was Dr. Love bringing you some of that, that love prescription that only he can do. Only he can do that, y'all. You're not going to hear him nowhere else. So if you need if you need a love fix, we, we, we got the doctor in the office for you. But before we go to the next caller, I got to take this time out for station identification. You are listening to the four-time National Award winning POET Radio, and this is Voices Behind the Pens. I am Titan, the Poetic Chef. I'm joined by the Princess of Poetry, and I'm joined by Miss Nina Purple, and we are your, your conductors on this spoken word train tonight. So next up, let's see. We have a caller here. Um, I think from, from uh, Princess's neck of the woods, we're going to find out who this caller is. Caller, when you hear you're unmuted, please state your name and where you're calling from. Hello, uh, my name is Thaddeus, and uh, I'm the Prince of Poetry. That's why I'm on the call. 
And I must say, I'm, I'm, I'm quite impressed with everything I heard tonight. Well, thank you for calling. This is your first time calling in? Yes, sir. All right, all I'm right. Nice. From the inside of my... Yeah, I'm actually calling from the inside of my truck. I'm a, uh, I drive tractor trailers, so I'm out here. Uh, I'm actually in North Carolina. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I hope I hope you you on higher ground, brother. I hope every everything and everybody's all right. Yes, sir. Everything is everything. I'm I'm pretty safe right now. I'm. Uh, over here, I don't know why I'm actually, but I'm I'm not too close to the shore, so I'm all right. <laughs> okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Daddy, thank you oh. for calling in. Oh, anytime, anything for you, Princess. Anything for you. <laughs> so, brother, are you just supporting tonight? Or are you spitting a piece for us? What you got tonight? Uh, I'm just the support. Uh, I haven't never done. I have never done any type of poetry. Uh, not my. Uh, I guess it's not my strong suit. But uh, I'm a good. I'm a. I'm a better listener than a poet. So. <laughs> I, I like to stay in my. I like to stay in my. Own. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> no, but I love what I, I I mean, everything I've heard tonight, um, very impressed. Uh, I definitely want to come on some more calls in the future. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. We will, We are here every Monday, and then here every first and third Wednesday, we're here to do that spoken word poetry, and um, Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be sure to, to slide that slide that info over to Princess, and she can slide it over to you, and you can join in on some more of the uh, festivities. That's good to me. All right, no problem. I'm gonna put you back on back on the line, and uh, you enjoy your evening, brother, and uh, peace and blessings. Likewise, likewise, brother. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see here. I'm trying to see. Uh, let's see. Okay, we waiting for a few people to call in, but while we while we waiting on that, um, swing it back out to my sisters and check on them, see how they doing. How y'all doing out there? Go ahead, Nina. I think she yeah. put us on I'm, hold. I'm doing great. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm doing great. Okay. I am good today. Yes. I well, that's good. Okay, I yes. see we got ourselves okay, another caller in the house. Uh huh. I, I think. Nope, they just dropped off. Okay. Well, go ahead and finish saying what you were saying. I thought we was gonna have some more, some more poetry coming in, and they they came in and fell out. So. Oh no, I was just saying I'm okay. I've been uh just sitting here relaxing. I'm actually trying to finish a piece that I wrote. So I'm actually while everybody is talking, I'm writing. So yeah, but other than that I'm all right. Oh, that's awesome. Uh oh, new stuff coming. New stuff coming. Yes, new ink. 
<laughs> new people I love the people out. Right. I like the new stuff. That mm-hmm. that's gonna be fire. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Princess? Um, you you okay over there? I'm good. Um, I would like to talk to um our listeners about what's going on with the hurricane here. Okay, um, go ahead. Most people don't most people don't know that North Carolina has floodplains just like um, New Orleans did when Katrina came through. It's just that we don't have quite as many levees um, in the area, but we're not set up to handle this type of water. Um, people have been inboxing me, calling me, texting me. Um, I appreciate everybody who has checked on me and those of us um, here, your brothers and sisters in each that are in the North Carolina area, um, it is just as devastating as it was when Katrina hit. Um, there are areas where people opted to stay in their homes and not evacuate, and emergency services let them know that if you stay, we're not coming. People have lost their lives. All ages have lost their lives from babies to elderly. Last count, I think it was 14 people dead because of the storm. Um, people have lost everything. If you guys remember back in April, um, the area that I lived in was hit by a tornado, and we actually lost our church. Our church building was absolutely destroyed um, because of that tornado. And then here we are again with the hurricane in this area. And where I live at, I live beside the Dan River, which the flood stage is supposed to be at 19. The Dan River was at 27 earlier today when, like I said, we got a call from emergency services communications stating that they are opening a levee to let the excess water from Blues Lake area flow into the Dan River, and the Dan River can't hold it. So there is going to be even more flooding that is going on. It's been very destructive. Um, my son was set to get married September the 28th at a venue in the Wilmington area, and the venue has sustained such damage until they have had to postpone the wedding. It is worse than what you see on TV. Um, People, when you're looking at the news and you're hearing about what's going on, just know that the devastation is 10 times worse. Um, There are people who lost everything in the tornado who have lost everything again in this storm because this area is just not set up to handle that amount of water. Oh, wow. Just pray for us. Oh, yes, definitely. We're doing my show is this coming Saturday, The Living Monologues, and normally if you pay at the door 15, we've dropped it down to five asking people to take that extra $10 and go buy water and non-perishable food snack items that can be given to volunteers who are working in shelters, people who are working Mm -hmm. to restore power, Um, our first responders who are out there trying to save lives from the National Guard, because in some places, police and fire and EMS are not going in there. The only way they can get rescued is if the National Guard comes through. Oh, wow. Well, most definitely we are keeping everyone in the South deep, deep in our prayers and in the 
most high positive regard. And y'all gonna y'all gonna pull through this. Y'all are going to pull through it. Yeah. And have a mighty testimony to tell afterwards. Absolutely. Okay. So if anybody I wants see our, to help, if they yeah. want to, we got somebody. Um, we got we got a few people calling in, but go ahead, finish your thought. I was going to say, if anybody wants to help, if they want to send donations um, to help buy water and snacks, they can contact me. I'm on Facebook under The Princess of Poetry, or you can find me under Janelle Strickland, and we will gladly take your donations and send them to the affected areas with the rest of them that we're taking Saturday. Okay. If you could um, also... Uh, you know, tag me in the post, and I'll make sure I'll, I'll post it everywhere that I can possible. And we gonna we gonna build and make this a strong, you know, strong donation. You know, and at least we know Thank through you, so you much. we know through you these uh, donations will actually go somewhere. You know, so most definitely, right. most definitely, right. And I tell people if they give and they want to receive. For their giving, I will definitely forward it to them, and they can see where their money went. Amen. There you go. All right. So let me get to these lines. Let's see. We got three callers on here. We got one caller on here. Uh, it goes by the name of Joski, the poet. So we're going to bring this caller in. Thank you for calling the show tonight. Uh, please state your name and where you're calling from. What's going on, brother? This is Joski the Poet, aka Venom. How you doing, man? I'm I'm blessed, brother. Good to hear you again. Good to hear you. How how, how have you been? Hey, I appreciate it. I'm good, man. My heart goes out to all the people, man, in the South, man, and uh, you know that's that's a whole lot of travesty going on, man. I, I just have some good friends that live in uh, North and South Carolina that I can't even get in contact with. So you know, I'm trying to just reach out to them as best way as we can and uh, hope that they, you know, find safety and security out there, man. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Most definitely, most definitely. So um, since the last time we heard from you, which has been a little while, but you you, you spit some, some yeah. phenomenal pieces before. So what you got for us tonight? Ah, uh, man, um, something kind of real dear to my heart, man, uh, dealing with domestic violence. So, uh, you know, just I think that that is something that us as men, you know, need to take exception to when men are hitting women or doing devastating. Even women are hitting men, too, you know, vice versa. So it all needs to stop all together. Um, we need to treat, treat our women and hold them in high esteem as queens. And the men should be held as kings and join each other in love and festivities, you know. Um, so the piece that I'm going to do is entitled Domestic Violence, but it's kind of a cross between um, her, what she's feeling, and then it drifts to what he's feeling. So if you understand what I'm going to you'll understand it when I go through the piece. All right, cool. Whenever you're ready, the floor and the mic is yours. All right, all right. He's upset at the world, and he takes it out on his girl. Drunk of anger, she knows that she's in danger. So she tries to prepare herself to be, to be ready as he walks through the door. But what does he do? He yells, where's my dinner? Fix me a plate. She said, the kids and I already ate. You said that you would be home by eight. 
He came down with a heavy hand, thinking that he would make her know that he is the man. As he strikes her to the face, the kids see this disgrace. Her mind blacks out. Her subconsciousness begins to take over. So she wanders. Go on, damn it. Put the gun to my head. Pull the trigger so it sounds loud. Have me taste the blood in my mouth. Why don't you go on and just strangle me out? Smashing her heart into pieces. Why don't you go ahead and make her feel dependent? Make her feel weak. When it ends, he says the famous words that most men will say. Baby, I'm sorry. It will never happen again. But then she didn't close the pantry door. So he knocked her to the kitchen floor. He might as well just put the knife in her back. Why don't he just go on and lose self-control? It's always going to be her fault. Why don't you go on and choke her out? Sleep well, she says, while you go to bed. It makes you feel good to hit a woman in the head. Kick you in your face with those muddy boots is what I'm going to do. All because I wanted some fresh orange juice not knowing about the cuts filled with blood. So she says, go on, beat me again. Go ahead. It's all you have to do is hit me one more time. You see, another time it started because he asked for a cold beer and the switch went off in his head like headlights in front of a deer. And all she wanted was for her mm. to have him treasure her as his queen, not to make another hospital visit. Maybe this time, a broken spleen. You see, domestic violence needs to stop before another woman dies, not by fist, but it could be got done by gunshots. Then he began to black out, and he begins to think in his mind that he can stay calm. And he says, oh, my God, what have I done? I've strung her up for a reason. I've cut open the wounds so deep for my enjoyment. I leave you bleeding for the fact that I can. I give you my pain as a token of my love. You say that you love me. I watch you bleed that red gold. In this wake, I can see that you're terrified. I see the scars will become your memory. But your laceration, <laughs> your laceration invite me to cry for you to cry for me. You see, I really see that you're in discomfort. But wait a minute, baby. I'm sorry. I mean you no harm. I only take the evil to use it to free myself from you. For you have given yourself that beautiful body that's so tempting to me. You see, I want nothing more than to see you take your last breath and escape it from your mouth, leaving your tongue cold and dry. And as my mind turns back towards the very pleasure that I get from hurting you, I wait. Yes, I wait until your tears are gone. And then you know what? I reopen the wounds that have dried up. And I do this, why? Because I love you. Don't you see that I love you? You see, a love is more than what it seems to be. It's not the hurt that I want you to feel. It's the cost of what it means to love me. Because I have to admit to myself, just like I have admitted to you, that I'm a tormented soul. I'm bound by these chains. I'm not free to be who I need to be. I'm only a man that has love for your love and for your blood. You see, I love your life, but it's only going to be taken by my knife. As I show you just how scared I am and I want to do more, but wait a minute. What is that sound I hear? Oh, my God. The cops are at the door.
You see the door gets kicked in. The blade slides across your throat. You fall down to the floor. The cops grab me as I scream, wait, wait, wait. I hate this whore. But as the cops take me down, I stop and look behind myself as I hear shots rang out. What has happened to me? What happened? My son, standing behind the cops, shoots me in the chest, hitting me in the heart. For he was four, and he said I had to protect my mommy. I had to do my part, all because he stood there and watched you take your last breath. Now I must watch you take your last breath, because domestic violence needs to end before another woman is considered to be next in steam. Then um, I am the princess of poetry. How are you this evening, sir? I'm I'm good, my friend. How you doing? And much love to you. And I hope you feel being safe out there because I was listening to what was going on. My heart goes out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We need all the prayers that we can get here in North Carolina. That's right. But I just wanted to say thank you for that piece. Um, Thank you. Being a survivor of domestic violence, it is very important that we have a positive voice in the community who can echo the importance of the impact that it leaves behind for both the women who are in it and the children who are watching the women who are in it, because essentially that means that they are in it as well. Um, Right. it, It was a sad ending, but it was relevant to what happens in most situations. So thank you for helping to be an advocate for that and for pushing against those who think that domestic violence is okay. And that doesn't matter whether it comes from male or female. Um, Domestic violence does not have a gender. But it has a very negative So thank you for being that voice for us. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Mm. Okay, so I, I'm seriously, I'm over here trying to get myself together. Um, thank you so much, first of all, for um, calling in. I know I'll be trying to, I, I, I try to text people days ahead of time, but sometimes I have to text you guys and send out messages at the last minute, but thank you for answering no, my call. I, I, appreciate I, I appreciate the invite. You know, I, I really do. I appreciate it. I was, no I was just on my way to the house and getting off this four or five freeway, you know, so it's like I'm just trying to get to the house, and I said, okay, I got to get there and get on the show, and uh, I made it. <laughs> and you made it, and I want to tell you, if you was not just talking to me about what I went through, I don't know what you just did. You literally laid out everything that I went through, like everything, like, you know, getting stabbed and not being able to go to the hospital because he was too scared that if I go to the hospital to get myself all stitched up or something, that the police will come and then he'll go to jail. So I went from bad wounds to pistol whoopings that leave permanent headaches, uh, being strangled to death and coming back to life. And it's just, God, oh, my God. When I tell you, thank you for that piece. 
Thank you for that piece. I appreciate um, it. That's a piece. That's a piece that needs to be heard like everywhere. Um, every first Saturday of the month, we do. Um, it's called Let It All Out. We do a domestic violence show. Me and one of the hosts, his name is Doug C. So, if you want to call in one of the Saturdays and do that piece, oh my God, please do. And like I said, we're yeah. here every Monday, and then we we also will be on Wednesday too uh, at nine okay. o'clock. You can call in and do it. Uh, That's nine o'clock well. Eastern time, yeah. or is that Central time or Eastern time? Nine o'clock. Nine Central. So that's what it's at yeah, seven o'clock. Central. Okay, yeah, I could do that. I could do that because <laughs> that's seven o'clock my time. So that's good. Yeah, that you, I swear you got me over here shaking. I'm trying to hold back the tears <laughs> over here shaking. Oh my God, thank you so much for just hey, I appreciate it. Thank soul. you. You know, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank that you so that much. was um, a true a true step testimony from people, different people that I knew in my own life that went through certain things and uh, I had to put it in writing just to let them know, you know, that they didn't have to, you know, sometimes it's hard to get out of that situation, but when you do have an opportunity to get out, it's going to make you a stronger person at, in the end. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, it definitely has. It def- definitely has. Yes, Lord. Well, thank you so much. We have. All right. So appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Yes, then I, I I heard you say four oh five. Ooh, I don't miss those days at all. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. You don't represent <laughs> that West Side Cali, you know. Oh man, I'm I'm knowing. I heard you say four oh five and I cringed a little bit, but oh gosh. <laughs> And and what's so funny about it, I, I didn't have to go that route. I, I went, you know, because I, I worked right by the 105 and 710, but I had to go to a different, uh, loca- you know, location real quick to drop something off. And I was like, oh, I got to get on this 405, man. Any, any other time, I'm home in like 10 to 15 minutes, you know, from the 710 to the 105, I'm good. But right. nah, not today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. My, my. Man, my heart out to you and the gas you got to put in your ride to get get, get there and back. Yes, but. sir. You ain't lying. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and I got I'll, a big truck, you. too, man. My Tahoe be like, man, I got to See. fill that mug up. But, yeah, so, I, I, you know, you understand what I'm going through. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, most there. But as for your piece, man, it was it was on point. It was on time. And, you know, that domestic violence thing, it, it happens every every single moment of the day and it's a sad occurrence that continues mm-hmm. to happen you know and um right right you know it's not, it's not just men and women that endure the the domestic abuse but it happens to the kids too but they call it child abuse that's it's right the that's right thing. It's, it's domestic abuse and it's you know it, it just kind of seems like it's one of those things that that seem to cycle around and have no end to it so you know, it's uh, it's very unfortunate, but as long as uh, people like you are putting those pieces out there to make people aware of it, it's it's always going to be on time and have a place. So please, I encourage you to, to come back on Wednesday and to, and to spit another piece for us, uh, shoot, because that that was hot yeah, tonight. Yeah, for sure. 
I knew you was bringing fire uh, tonight. I, 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 I do everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do see? everything, man. You know, so I, I'm a I'm a diverse cat. So it's just like what I do is something that I feel, and um, you know, I need to. I haven't been doing too many shows lately at all, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. I I, I kind of not pick and choose. It's kind of more like when my schedule is available, you know. And so it's like my schedule popped up, and and, and Nina hit me up, and was I was like I'm there, you know. I said as long as I can get off this four or five, I'm good, and I was good. <laughs> there you go. See, <laughs> it all works out. All works out. But I'm I'm right. glad you were so able Wednesday, to get on. So Wednesday is it the same number? Same numbers. Same, okay. Same, same number. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I I will be through there on Wednesday. I will be there. Cool. Cool. That's I look forward, That's good for me. Seven o'clock is good. I will be there for sure. All right, y'all. I appreciate the the, yeah. the love and everything, and uh, I love y'all's show. And keep doing your thing. And uh, I'm going to make my donation for North Carolina. I've been doing it for other other people that I know that's already set up something. So I'm going to do one for y'all, too. So don't worry. All right. All right. Good. Send it to us at um, dollar sign, the number one, P is in D, P is in princess, mm-hmm. O is in of, P is in princess. So dollar sign, the number gotcha. one, T-pop. Gotcha. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, y'all. Much love, y'all. All right, peace and blessings, brother. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, that was another brother from the west side, my side, that is California. I think he's from the Long Beach area. But, yes, that was my brother, Joe Ski, the poet, calling in, spitting some of that fire, making making folks aware of the, the, the issue of domestic violence. And that, that piece was just hot tonight. I got to give, give him his props on that. But, um... Oh, goodness. Okay. We still got a few people on the line, but before I get to them, I got to take a little pause for station identification. You are tuned into the four-time national award-winning POET radio. This is Voices Behind the Pins. I am Titan, the Poetic Chef, and I'm joined by Miss Nina Purple and by the Princess of Poetry. And right now, we're going to swing it out. Let's see. Where are we here? We got about three callers left, I think. No. Two callers, I, I believe. Looks like nope. I take that back. We got three callers left. So right now, I'm gonna go out to this to this caller that has their hand raised. Uh, caller, when you hear you're on mute, please state your name and where you're calling from. King's Cadence from DC. King's Cadence, what's up, brother? How you doing? Ah uh, man, I'm I'm doing I'm doing man. How y'all living, man? I I just got on got in on the show, so I hadn't heard what okay. happened uh, previous to that, but I'm glad everybody's oh, okay. okay. I heard Venom though; he was killing it. I've heard him before, so you know I know he was gonna bring it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He he brings the noise every time he get on the mic. But um, yeah, not not you didn't miss too much. You missed maybe like the first hour of the show, but you can But no matter what time you get on, you on time. So. I'm glad you were able to get in on the show and call in. So how are you feeling tonight and what you what you got for us, bro? Uh man, I'm I'm just I'm happy, man. I'm happy to, you know, be alive and just see another day and you know, I'm really trying to stay away from the negativity and 
and all that. So, you know, I just, I even if I could complain, I'm not because I'm here. That, that's what's up, man. That, that's good. Good to hear. Always a blessing. So what you what you got for the mic tonight? What you got for us? Um, okay, I have a piece called um, Narrative for Lonely. Okay. All right. Well, whenever you're ready, the floor and the mic is yours. Okay. She put a daughter to bed after three rounds of one more story. Aggravation mixed with sexual frustration. You know, she just needed more. Distant hopes and wishes of being an adult again. Water running in the bathroom, smelling of vanilla and lavender, she slides in. Water pressure easing that feeding need to please excitement so high that she can barely breathe. Racing heartbeat. Oh, my God. She's not at the door asking for a glass of water. Laying across the bed later, she looks through texts from possible past partners, deleting those obscene words from once, seeing that she mentally comes clean, tongue teasing her lips in sheer recollection of old sessions. Maybe. Two sips in the crown royal courage, warmth melting over a slight feeling of embarrassment. She taps three letters and it hits enter. W-Y-D. The words missing you return as fast as she sent a text to him. A few emojis, a little flirting. Picture sent, she comments on his anatomy. Oh, how many times he ripped a 10. It's funny how they're going back down memory lane. Passion and needs getting the best of her. Asking him to stop by, it was roughly 3.45 a.m. Nervousness lost by glass number six. He's at the door by glass number seven. Kissing, clothing almost missing before they passed the kitchen. Finally, she thought, actual time for me. Kissing along the hallway, his eyes searching hers, attention caught by a picture hanging. Oh, my God, your little girl is too cute for words. Quietly, she shushed him intensity. On the highest level, she began to touch him. He feels good to her. She recalls it all, and he lays inside her. Like his favorite movie, he rewinded clips of himself, diving deep into her abyss. A spot of impulsiveness, she betrayed a rule she made in previous days. No kissing on the lips. His tongue danced at pleasure points until she was convinced that he had to be anointed. His kisses right into her submission. He kissed her until her thoughts seemed forbidden. He kissed her until she seemed different, until she woke up and made breakfast in the kitchen. How quickly she missed it. Can't let everybody watch your child. That's a narrative for loneliness and peace. Wow. Kaden, that was deep. That was very, very deep. Oh, my goodness. So many times women allow men to come into their lives not knowing that the victim that they're looking for is not them, that it's their child. Thank you for bringing that out so wonderful in that piece. Um, it speaks to the issue. It really does. And it brings it to the forefront so that people can make better decisions and know who they are laying with before they get to their children. So thank you so much for that piece. That was absolutely deep. Nina? 
Yeah, that piece was hot to death. Oh my God. Um, I'm sitting here trying to make sure I'm I got the phone literally all the way up to my ear so I can hear every word that you saying. That was uh man, you just you just ministered to the people. I, I, I really, really appreciate that piece. Um God bless you. Keep writing and keep calling in. Matter of fact, calling in Monday. We doing Monday. I mean, not Monday. Wednesday. We doing this Wednesday at nine o'clock Central. I don't know what time that is for you, but if you could call in Wednesday as well, that'd be cool. Yeah, keep calling. Uh, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We always, um, like I said, it's, it's normally whenever we show up, it's um, Gina Storm and myself. I think she's, um, you know, she's probably dealing with family at the moment, so. I don't know how long you had left in the show, so I just went on and jumped on. Um, but it's, it's important. I mean, um, I wrote this. I saw something on the news about this little, I think the, the woman left her child with this guy and went to work and then found out that he killed a baby while she was at work. And I'm like, you don't even know who you're leaving your kids with. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, just, like I said, maybe somebody will get it eventually. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, God bless you for that peace. God bless you. Thanks, Titan. appreciate it. Yeah, I, I heard that same story, and, you know, it just made me sick. Like, you know, you I know you think you're doing the best you can or you're doing the best you can, and, you know, but like you say, you, you don't know who you're leaving your, leaving your kids with, you know? And then there's those who nah. choose to... Uh, those who choose to abuse the privilege of having children, you know, having, yeah. having, having children should not be. I mean, it's my personal opinion, but everybody should not be allowed to have children, you know. And I always say those those who, sure. those, who can't, those who those who want children can't have them and those who have them abuse the right or the privilege, you know. So, man, that that piece, it really man. it really spoke on some things, you know. And one of these days, um, and it might not be in my lifetime, but one of these days, folks have really got to get it in order, you know. And uh, man, I mean, it's it's the the thing is, I'm not going to stretch it out, but the thing is, is that it's different from how it was in the old days. You know, when I was younger, if you came in the room and Uncle So and So got your doing on the lap, that's a no no. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's family or not; you don't do that. You know, now it's like this dude you just met, this is Uncle Bobo. You know, let him sit on your lap. And, you know, basically you're selling them. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, I I definitely, definitely hear you and feel you on that. I, I, I want to say I'm not that much younger than you are, but you know what? I, I was raised that same way, you know? So, uh-huh. definitely. I, the rules don't change. They still apply to everybody, but everybody don't want to follow them. So, you know, you do what you got to mm-hmm. do. But, brother, as always, always a pleasure, always a blessing. I'm glad you were able to call in tonight and uh, get get some of that get some of that stuff, you know, out in the open. I'm glad y'all are all y'all that's calling in with these, uh, you know, uh, people pieces, as I call them. You know that make those awareness pieces. I'm glad y'all are are calling in and bringing that to us because all this stuff needs to be here, heard. That's why we here. 
for, for awareness, you know, and to help uplift the next person. So most deaf brother, uh, until until next Wednesday, I mean, until this coming Wednesday, when I hope you call back in, uh, peace, blessings, and love. Hey, oh, and thank- All right, cool. Thanks for calling in again, man. All right, man. Thanks. All right, peace. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my brother King Cadence calling in from the D.C. area, giving us some of that some of that uh, spoken word knowledge like we've been getting all night. Every all of y'all that's called in tonight have been phenomenal. And I'm just I'm blessed to hear all of y'all do your thing. So next up, we got let's see, we got a couple more callers. Yeah, we got a couple more callers to go and then we can close out for the night. So next up, I'm going to bring in this next caller. Caller, when you hear you are unmuted, please state your name and where you're calling from. Hello, my name is Sultona, and I'm calling from Greensboro, North Carolina. Well, thank you for calling. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You got one this? Oh my oh. God, Titan, this is my friend of years. I know this amazing lady, and she got something for you. North Carolina is in the building on tonight. <laughs> Man, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. See, I got family in South Carolina, so we neighbors, that means we still family. We all related. So, shoot, I yes. can't wait to hear this. I cannot wait to hear this. So, thank you for calling. Don't I think this poet. is your first time. Nope. <laughs> I take it this is your first time calling no in. No pressure. This is my first time calling in. All right. All right. New, 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 new fire on here tonight. I'm happy. This makes me happy. So, sister, what have you got for us tonight? Well, y'all went so deep. Um, this piece is called. We will. Okay, whenever you're ready, the floor and the mic is yours. Yeah, we hear you just fine. All right. Okay. This declaration of power and independence is addressed to the man in the high tower with the muskrat on his head and to all his ignorant, weak-minded, dead spirit cronies. We will not be exterminated with extreme prejudice. Our light will not be extinguished. Our voices will not be silenced. From the bowels of slave ships and plantations of horror to present-day machinations of evil by the malevolent and the insane, we are those that have been denied justice for centuries and continue to lose loved ones over and over and over again. But we will not stop speaking truth. We will rise and overcome. We will rise. We will rise. We will not be exterminated with extreme prejudice. Our light will not be extinguished. Our voices will not be silenced. We will rise. Your lies and your fantasy of fake make fake news, makeup media are lies from the pit of hell. We will rise despite your lies. That's it, my brother. Phil Tona calls forward all the way from the lovely city of Greensboro, North Carolina. 
You are absolutely amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for calling in. Um, for those who don't know, Tona participated in the Oaks of Mike last month for the Living Monologue show, um, and she completely um, set the building on fire with her poetic essence. I love this lady to life. She is what, what do you call yourself, the encouragement specialist? Is that it, Tiltona? <laughs> no. My name, my name is. My name is Sultona, and I am your encouragement sister. It is right there. They have to follow your blog and get all of the wonderful stuff that you're doing. But thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, sister, for calling in. I love you to life. You were amazing. I'm going to turn it over to Miss Nina. That was powerful. That was powerful. That was amazing. Um, Yeah, you just went in, like, real quick in like a, a couple of minutes, like short and sweet and to the point you just literally went all the way in. You was not playing with them. So I really enjoy, I really enjoyed that piece. Again, like I'm telling you, you can, uh, you can call in again this Wednesday if you'd like to release some more uh, poems that you got, you know, up on the, up on in, up in your sleeve. Or you can call in next Monday, but call in more. We would like to hear more from you. Okay. I appreciate that. I just thank you for the opportunity. Much love and blessings to everybody. Thank yes, you, sister. Sister, oh, sister. Man, you guys really lit up the mic. Y'all been holding on to stuff last Monday through Sunday, last Tuesday through Sunday, <laughs> and y'all picked tonight to just let go. And you know what? I'm okay with that. That's what we're here for. We're here to to uh to do everything through our artistry, through our craft. We we here to uplift and, and make sure we all stand upright after this storm blows over, you know. So most definitely we appreciate you calling in. The lot the show has been that much more blessed with you on it. And my goodness, please, oh please don't be a stranger on here or on our other show, which is on Wednesday night. Please do not be a stranger. I thank you so much for the invite back. I don't think I can be on um, Wednesdays, because I think if you said that time was, um, it conflicts with my work schedule, so I'm barely getting home. But I'll try my best to be back here on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Okay, no problem, no problem. Well, whenever your your uh, schedule allows you to partake in it, please. The mic is always your mic is always welcome, and uh, we appreciate you. I thank you. Have a great evening. You too. Peace and blessings. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that that was a, a sister from the from the. Uh, Shoot, from the South, that, that one of, I want to say now, my now extended family over over in North Carolina. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. She was phenomenal. I love that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we got two callers left, I think. Let's see. Yeah, two callers. We're going to take this first caller, and then we're going to take this uh, last caller, I believe, and we are going to call it a night. So, um... Shoot, let me take this first caller. Uh, caller, when you hear you are unmuted, please state your name and where you're calling from. 
Mark Prophet calling from Chicago, Illinois. How you doing? I'm doing good, brother. How are you doing? It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a blessing, man. Oh man, it's been a minute, definitely. What's going on with everyone? Oh, we, we here we here in the house, brother. Like I said, gl- glad to have you back in the house. It's been a minute, but whenever you come on, we know it's about to be a good time. So I know you brought so I know you brought uh, yeah. some heat. Yeah, I definitely hit y'all with something, man. I know evil spirits out there. You got people with bad attitudes. I actually been submerged around a lot of positive uh, energy. Being in uh, the speakers camp, I was inspired to speak. Uh, Les Brown, James Denley, uh, speaker camp. They got, mm-hmm. and I just got certified mm-hmm. yesterday. Was my last day, man. So, so I like to hit somebody with with some uh, with some positive energy, man. All but, right, uh, that, that... Come on now, my perfect attitude. Okay, sounds good. Whenever you're ready, brother, the floor and the mic is yours. Roger that. Smile not only uplifts your spirit, but distributes positive energy. To be loved by many, one must show love to all, including thy enemies. It is expected for one to retaliate, seek revenge, or respond aggressively when she has been offended. Do the unexpected, respond peacefully, showing your joy is retained because your spirit has been amended. Thy problems on earth will exist throughout life, but thy life on earth will exist only throughout your time. Therefore, don't let thy problems stop one from living, but live mm-hmm. through thy problems and enjoy time. To be a magnet to success and happiness, one must treat others the same they would expect. To be well-balanced, the inside of the individual must contain faith, confidence, and self-respect. So what? Your material is stolen or broken. Who cares how unfairly you've been treated? Be humble, sweet, and kind regardless. Searching for your calling until your mission mm-hmm. here is completed. That's the perfect trap. I mean, that's the perfect attitude. I'm sorry, the perfect attitude, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Prophet. Hello, 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 sir. I am the princess of poetry. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing amazing, outstanding. If I was doing any better, it'd be two of me. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I thank you for your positivity. Oftentimes, poets get on stage and we feel a need to bleed, but I thank you for giving us life with your pen and speaking on something positive. Um, we bleed so that others can live through our gifts, and your gift is making very powerful statements. So thank you so much for calling in, um, and make sure you call back on some of the other shows, including Kingdom Business on the fourth Wednesday of every month. Nina? Yes, ma'am. Thank you for your... I appreciate being on the show. Now you guys have Hello, brother. How are you? Thank you um, so much for your positivity and your inspiration. Um, we need more pieces like that. You know, that was really touching. It reminds me of those, like, you know, the fans that people have, like the inspirational quote. That's what that's what it reminded me of. But um, very powerful and much needed. Um, thank you for that piece. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No problem, man. 
Have a blessed one. You're welcome. Fighting. Yes, Mark Prophet, man. Like I like I already knew the mic was gonna be blessed tonight with whatever piece you were bringing to us, and most definitely that was right on time, and it was right with the theme positivity, and uh, that that's all we that's all we that's all we can lean on right now. With in the midst of all the negativity around us, I mean, yeah. right now is one of the times when you can't just you know you can't if you can't beat them, join them. This ain't one of them times. You know, you gotta you gotta rise up above it and do what you gotta do. You know, so most definitely that positivity you brought tonight was well needed and uh, well received. So thank you again for calling in and uh, don't be a stranger. We are we are here every week. Okay, thank you, man. I appreciate that, brother. Oh I no problem. Same, same, same. Nothing but love, brother. Peace, blessings, and love. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that there was my brother in rhyme and in poet. That was Mark Prophet bringing us some positive words to help get us through our our, our week. So, with that being said, I I believe I believe I believe we got one more caller left, and um, we gonna go to that caller. But first off, I have to state that. You are tuned into the four-time national award-winning POET radio. This is Voices Behind the Pins. I am Titan, a poetic chef. I am joined by Miss Nina Purple and by the Princess of Poetry. And now, callers, I believe we're down to the end of our road. And um, if we have anybody that has not spit yet, please press star two on your phone. Press star two on your phone. And... Uh, if not, we're going to go to this last caller. Um, caller, when you hear you are unmuted, please state your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, this is Deep Brown, the truth, man. I'm out here in Chicago from Detroit, man. How y'all doing tonight? We good, brother. Good to hear you back on the line. Hi, brother. Good to hear you. Yeah, it was good, man. I definitely got to give a shout-out, you know what I mean? My whole heart goes out to the people in North Carolina because I stayed in North Carolina for 12 years. Wow. Yeah, that's a long time. Like, yeah, yeah, I was stationed down. I was in the military, man. Okay, okay. Well, thank you for your yeah. service. Yeah. Most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, man, I uh, got this uh, new piece that I, yeah, I mean, going to uh, give out to y'all, man, this new piece. Hopefully, I, I do the show right since then. I mean, probably the last caller. You know, it's, it's called Long Letter to Dead. You know, it's coming from a, a son's perspective. You know what I mean? Missing his father, wanting his dad to be there. <clears throat> okay, yeah. brother, whenever you're ready, the floor and the mic is yours. All right. <clears throat> Dear Dad, I'm a man now. See, I grew up and finally made it without you. I know you might not be proud of me or what I've become or what I've done, but honestly, said I did my best without you. So don't, so please don't be ashamed of me. This is who I am. I work with what I have. A mom, no dad, and 
And I did the best that I could with what I knew because I really didn't know you, but I figured I'd show you, but you still wasn't watching. So I had to learn on my own as I went alone as I went alone. No father figure. Only images from different niggas who were in and out of mom's house, mom's life, which left me with visions of broken images of what a real man was supposed to look like. See, this is what I had to live in and listen to the things that went on in my own home to keep the lights on. Mom had a job and she had to work hard for the money. See, I would have been better off if the lights got cut off so I could have never seen what I saw that she never thought I saw. Mom's on a job working hard for her money. See, I had to try to block these images while keeping the image of my mom and what she really meant. That means I had to look past what I seen to really see that at the end of the day, mama working, she was being there for me. But where were you? Yes, it was hard growing up with mom at times, but I couldn't leave mom's side. She ain't had nobody but me. And I refused to leave where I was needed even though I needed you there for me. Because it was times I had nobody to turn to. So I kept turning and circling, praying to God that I would run into you. While trying to figure this thing out. I was a boy. So tell me, how the fuck was I was supposed to be the man at the house? That was supposed to be your job. Not mine. But I guess you figured mom's had a job. And she worked hard for her money. So she shouldn't have no problem putting in all that overtime. But all the time she was meeting you. I would say that I wanted to be just like you, but if that statement could be true since I really didn't know you, I wouldn't know what to be. So I, decide, I decided to try to be a couple things, like being there for my mom and being there for my fans, being there when times get hard, being there when I didn't want to be. I decided not to be like my dad. But the crazy thing is, I still wanted you proud of me. See, I can't even escape that a boy needs approval from his father, but I never get that. So instead of getting your approval, I try to prove to you my work, but it didn't work even though I worked hard. I worked hard at it. I just got to a point where I said, man, forget it. It's just me and moms, and that was cool, but it was hard at times. Then I couldn't help, but we had to go and shelter to find shelter when you were supposed to be our covering. See, you left us uncovered and mom's undercover to keep us covered to make sure we had something to eat. Because I was getting fed up and full of anger because I wanted this stranger to be close to me, dad. See, I can't call you a deadbeat because you wasn't around to make a sound. So I sat around listening to mom's power telling the last like, Ma, it'll be okay. When I knew it wasn't, and it was nothing I could do about it but getting older, to really do something about it. So, Dad, I'm growing up into a man now, and I see I'm going to have to make it without you. But, hell, we've been doing it anyway. Moms, I got you. That's that piece, y'all. Great evening, sir. This is the Princess of Poetry. How are you today? I'm great, Queen. I'm great. Well, thank you, first of all, for calling calling in and being a powerful voice for many young men who feel the exact same way. Um, that piece spoke relevance to what's going on in society today. Um, the absent father is a chronic problem, and I thank you for representing the need for children to have men in their lives and also the need for women to allow the men to be in their lives. Um, I appreciate your piece so much. Thank you so much, and your pen has value. Keep writing, sir. Nina. 
Thank you. What's going on, my brother? What's going on, my baby? How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? Thank you so much for calling. Ian, I so love you. Let me tell you something. This is coming straight from the heart. You are so freaking amazing. I love everything about you. I swear to God, ever since I met you, you have been such a joy. you like a breath of fresh air. You really are just everything about you. It's just you speak volumes of dignity, integrity, courage, strength, hope. You're a mentor. You just you just do it all, man, and you do it all well. You don't do nothing half-assed. You do everything well. And I just want to say I am so glad to call you my brother. I, I Man, I just, I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much, baby. I love you so much. Thank you, and I love you too, man. You gave me over here cheesy, man. I love you to death and a life, sis. You already know that, baby. Yes. Fighting. <laughs> yes, brother. It's always a pleasure, always a privilege, and a blessing to hear you when you call in, and you always bring in some rough sound, but it always has a meaning and a point to it. So, man. Most definitely, like Princess said, please keep your pen working because it has it has merit. It has it has life in it. So whenever you know somebody's feeling low, they can go to what you what you speak on and receive new life. You know, so most definitely keep doing what you're doing. And if you're able to tune in on Wednesday and spit some more fire. Most definitely, man. I really appreciate y'all, man. Like I said, man, y'all doing y'all. Y'all think as well. I just thank y'all for the opportunity that y'all creating platforms, you know what I mean, for audiences. So, man, so big ups and salutes to y'all king and queens as well, man. All right, no problem. Peace, blessings, and love, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our brother in rhyme. That that was, ah. Man, I can't keep saying it enough. Like, y'all really just been doing a number on this mic tonight. I'm going to have to get the fire extinguisher and put it out and get it ready for Wednesday night. Because if y'all doing this on Monday, my gosh. That, that's all I can say is my gosh. But um, all I can say is we we do this. We we really do this. So, um. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rounding the end of our show here. Let's see. Oh, let me bring my my uh, sister back in. I think where'd she go? Where'd she go? Sis, if you uh, press start two on your phone so I can so I can unmute you. I think I muted you by accident. Okay, there you are. Oh. Okay, now I got you. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about Back that. Back away from the button. <laughs> Back oh, away gosh. from the button. Put it down. See? Put See? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That That's what happens when you when you running everything from your phone. But you know what? I've been making it happen all show long, and I'm going to continue to make it happen. So we we down to the end. We down to the end. I see we got one caller left that – um. We just want to acknowledge and bring in real quick so they can introduce themselves. 
So caller, when you hear you are unmuted, please state your name and where you're calling from. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, my name is Kendrick Jones. I'm calling out of North Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, I'm just listening and enjoying to support my mother, the Princess of Poetry. Oh, <laughs> thank you, son. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, mom. Okay, nephew. How you doing? <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, we appreciate support no matter how it comes in and how we receive it. We appreciate that support. And, you know, we appreciate that family love right there. Uh, supporting your mom like that. that That's what's up. That's what we're supposed to do. So most definitely. Yes. Thank you for uh for supporting and listening in. I hope I hope you liked what you heard and uh, encourage you to, to tune in more often because oh, yeah. we do the same thing every Monday and then every first and third Wednesday we do something. We do the same thing. So most definitely. We appreciate right, you calling right. in. And don't be a stranger, bro. <laughs> all right, all right. I appreciate you guys. All Thank right. Thanks time. a lot. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have we have reached the end of our end of our show. And oh my goodness. Right when it slowed down, it picked right up. It was almost like the lunch rush down at the local diner. So I mean, we got it in. We all got fed lyrically and spiritually and positively. We all got fed tonight. So before we head on out of here, we're going to exit out with a whole speed round. And uh, same as same as the beginning of the show, there's no introductions. There's no titles, just a straight block of flow. So once again, the order for tonight is Princess of Poetry, followed by Miss Nina Purple, followed by myself i will close this out so without further ado sis the floor and the mic is yours thank you sir ladies and gentlemen let me welcome you to a poetic trilogy of an open mic and first coming to the stage is the false poet he approaches the mic open his mouth spitting poetic blasphemy slaying the souls of those in the audience killing me softly with his false integrity the gift of manipulation sowing seeds of false elation that would only yield thorns of pain in this harvest he was like the Antichrist, breathing pseudo-joy and fallacies of a love he never intended to know, nor less give. He was poison, contaminating the gift of poetry like a false prophet, betting his existence on the souls who fell amidst the vanity of his lyrics. His verses bore no truth. His life led God. The only God he acknowledged was that of his own reflection. The audience, this is his greatest deception. He led so many astray. His promises swayed them to burn in a hell he created for them. One by one, they fell while he laughed at their demise, punishing them more and more, considering the wealth he took from them, his prize. And now coming to the stage, the poetic Jezebel. She used her words to seduce her listeners, tongue of fire and lyrics with no explanation. This is what I got to do. This is my hustle was always her explanation. She used the mic as a pimp. It provided her with the next trick, a victim to sponsor her next dream or no less or less project. Being honest wasn't important, only getting paid. Her stage is where she played, a new role necessary. Lying, cheating, and selling the false dreams, all for the sake of sponsorship. Saying what was needed, 
just to get the next private meeting. Then her true gift of manipulation was exposed and her enticement led to an investment with no return. Soon she blow them off for the next bank account that required her attention, not to mention her multiple streams of steady income that required regular private sessions that yielded no lessons on integrity. Only the misuse of the gift for material purchases, the fatal disease called selfishness. And now coming to the stage, a poet called Redemption, an unknown poet whose gift was hidden behind their quiet, nervous demeanor. The poet seemed to rise out of the shadow and the residue of the previous two. This poet had the hardest place to extend grace and pull many out of the false prophet's tale and release many more from Jezebel's snare. This poet dared to care, and for that reason only were they even there. With integrity, this poet spoke, blowing away the mirrors and the smoke of poet's past. The false poet began to choke, and Jezebel just excused herself. The poet was the voice of redemption, the forgiveness of past wrongs on stage and on mic and the vision of hope for that open mic that night. Life raised to the surface as redemption ran rapid. Love flexed its muscles while truth exonerated those who had been hoodwinked, run amok, tricked, and bamboozled. This was a place where they didn't want to be. Redemption was there just to set the poets free, to be the writers that God called us to be, poets of integrity. I am the princess of poetry. That's that piece. Black man, can I join hands with you to help me to think of a plan to help me to understand why you ran away from me and left me all alone in this world to raise your girl? Now, I know you're wondering why I didn't say my girl or our girl because I wanted well done it by myself because we can't seem to agree on anything else but sex. And ever since she's been born, she has a little heart that's been torn apart by you already because you can't keep a steady job, a steady apartment, and I don't want to see you fail. I don't want to see you go to jail. If you give me your hand, I'll pick you up so your feet won't have to touch the floor because I'm tired and I don't want to fight no more. Well, at least well, at least I don't have you on Maury Povich because I don't know which man fathered my child. So while you are neglecting me and she, can't we be a family? I'm not about to be sitting here looking for love in all the wrong places because you didn't want to face this baby. So maybe if you wasn't standing there for that one night, then I might not look at you as a mistake because she didn't ask to be made. She wasn't even thought about as we laid as you played in my hair with a sex potpourri filled the air. And you, you wanted me to have an abortion, but you didn't even have your portion of the payment. See, I don't know where your days went, but for that one night I was standing there. And you need to act like you care, and you can't even stare at this beautiful baby who might not add is going to be a successful lady. So I'm going to ask you again, black man, can I guide you in the righteous path of this land? Because together, you and your child should stand. You should do all you can for them so they won't have to look at another him as a father because you didn't bother to be there. And the first one they called daddy was the one who showed it to kids. And at least, damn it, at least know your child's name because, oh, by the way, that you get mom before you came, and that's that piece. All I wanted was to be loved, just to be loved. You know, but love is a four-letter word, and, you know, there are other four-letter words, but they don't quite have the same meaning, but we've allowed it to be. And all I can say is I just want to be loved, not anything special, just to hold hands when the mood is right and to kiss me gently like a summer's breeze. But no, 
we're too involved in ourselves to re- to realize that life is short and it's only getting shorter. So until we can get our act together, I'll just love myself a little more and try to love the fact that I can't have you or love you anymore a little less. And that's that piece. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we have ended a phenomenal, phenomenal, mind-blowing show tonight. I can't believe what y'all was sitting on over the last week. Y'all got to learn to loosen up a little bit and save some of that, you know, let it out in spurts. But y'all just been letting us have it all night tonight. And you know what? I'm not ashamed of it. So on behalf of my co-host, on behalf of my poetic sister, may she can continue to rest in peace. And on behalf of my brother in rhyme and in, in spiritual life, may he continue to rest. I wish you all peace, blessings, and love is love. And good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.